Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to GNAC Insider, the show that takes you inside the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Hear from student athletes, coaches, and administrators from one of the premier conferences in Division II. Now, here's your host, Rob Lowry. From Portland, Oregon to Ellensburg, Washington, and from Lacey, Washington to Billings, Montana, and wherever it is that you may be listening, Welcome to GNAC Insider, your weekly look at the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. I'm Robert Flowery, your host, and a little bit later tonight on GNAC Insider, Montana State Billings Volleyball Standout, Miranda McConnell will join us. We'll also talk to the GNAC's defensive back, Dante Hamilton, the player of the week who's excelling for Central Washington, and boy, aren't the Wildcats playing well. St. Martin's soccer head coach Rob Walker will join us a little bit later in tonight's program also. But at the top of tonight's program, and we are blazing new ground here on GNAC Insider tonight because we have never had a program, at least one that I have been associated with, where our guest has been in the hospital where their niece was born today. Dr. Dr. Emily Valla Haynes from Western Oregon University, professor of community health education there, and we'll talk about why she's on. But number one, congratulations on that milestone. And again, you're joining us from the hospital in Portland tonight where your where your niece was born earlier today, correct? Yes, that's correct. One of the reasons that we're bringing you on here tonight is because along with that milestone, you are also <laughs> the newly named GNAC Student Athlete Advisory Committee Faculty Mentor Award winner for 2017-2018. Now, for folks who aren't familiar with that award, it goes to the faculty member at a member institution in the GNAC, obviously, who demonstrates exemplary support to student athletes both on and off the field of competition while representing the NCAA's Division II core values of learning, passion, service, resourcefulness, sportsmanship, and balance. Now, that's a mouthful, of course, but this is a prestigious award. What did you think when you found out that you were the winner? You know, I didn't – well, I didn't expect it. <laughs> and the really special part for me was honestly in the spring when I found out I was nominated by my university because that was the point where – our um, compliance officer, Randy Lydon, sent me an email in the morning and just said, hey, thought you might want this for your files. And it was just a really beautiful letter written by an athlete. And this is, this is wonderful, um, but that was truly the most meaningful moment. Now, what, and again, we talked about the fact that you are a professor of community health education there at Western Oregon University, but you also serve as a volunteer assistant coach and faculty mentor for the Western Oregon mm-hmm. cross-country and track and field programs as well. So uh, obviously you are, you are uh, putting in a number of hours there with the Wolves program. What is it about being around athletics and serving in that capacity that you're so passionate about? Well, I was an athlete in college and high school, and I still run a ton. And I think that always I've sought to find that balance between academics and athletics. And Western Oregon has just been this perfect little niche for me because I'm able to 
be encouraged and supported in participating on the team, as well as going back to the classroom and teaching epidemiology for the rest of the day. So um, I know that's not everybody's cup of tea, but <laughs> I really love it. Well, we're talking with Dr. Emily Vala Haynes from Western Oregon University. Again, the GNAC Student Athlete Advisory Committee Faculty Mentor Award winner for this year. You, as you mentioned just a moment ago, were a collegiate athlete at the Division II level for the University mm -hmm. of San Diego, where you ran cross country and track and field. There, you uh, got your bachelor's degree. You went on, received your master's degree in global health at Emory University. And then you finished up with your PhD in a couple in demography and sociology from the University of Pennsylvania. So you have made uh, quite a, a long trip to get from San Diego to Atlanta to uh, Pennsylvania and now to Monmouth, Oregon. What was it about Monmouth that, that drew you there with your varied background and obviously your, your, uh, your, your multiplicity of, of skills? Well, I am a native Oregonian, and I actually grew up in Carlton, which is about 45 minutes north of Monmouth, a town of about 1,000. I grew up five miles outside of it, and I, this is coming home for me. So it's actually a full circle, <laughs> and um, I always really wanted to work in a public school. I have classes of 24 students, so I get to know all of them. I get to know all the athletes, and having gone to – it was actually UT San Diego – and there were 300 students in all of my classes, and I never knew a single professor, and I wanted the polar off if I could get it, for um, when I actually took a professor job. I understand that in your faculty position, you travel all around the world conducting research, <laughs> and then you share your experience with, uh, with your health education classes that you teach. Talk a little bit about the research and what you bring back into the Western Oregon classroom. Okay, well, I do, um, my primary focus is on international reproductive health research and primarily in Latin America, but the cool part is that I get to go to conferences, and last year I went to Cape Town, South Africa for a conference and was able to present there, but the best part about those conferences is I go in and I immediately think, what will my students be interested in and what can I take out of this to students, many of whom have probably not really gone far out of the state of Oregon and so much of it is just what what relates to you and with reproductive health I mean that's something that affects um, essentially 100% of the population at some point and so it's just really really fun to share stories and um, little research stories of people who the only way you can connect with them is say, oh, yeah, well, I'm from a farm, too, and there's the big city next to me, and nobody there understands completely what it's like to be in a rural area, and um, and then people completely connect with it, and it's the same, same thing in my classroom. And, and I have the athletes. I have the women's cross-country runners come in um, after I got back from South Africa, and we sat and we had tea, and I showed them my presentation that I presented in Cape Town, and they got to ask all of these questions, and just because it's not something that they've done yet doesn't mean that it needs to be completely out of touch for them. That's really important for me that they know that. You've only been at Western Oregon since the year 2014 and already a, a mm -hmm. one-time faculty mentor award winner now for the <laughs> GNAC Student Athlete Advisory Committee. And it sounds like with what you do, not only with the athletic programs there, 
But uh, with what you do with them in the classroom as well, you could be winning this award again. So congratulations <laughs> on that high honor. Thank you. Also congratulations on, uh, on, the, on the birth of your niece today. Go back and enjoy her. And, um, well, hopefully someday we'll have the opportunity to, to see her competing, maybe on the track for <laughs> Western Oregon or another uh, GNAC member. I'll score. do my no. best. <laughs> Well, I know she's just born, so maybe I'm putting a little bit too much pressure on her. But, uh, again, hopefully that will be the case. And, again, thank you so much for joining us. Congratulations on the award. And hopefully we'll have the opportunity to meet in person and talk again sometime down the line. Well, thank you so much for having me. Dr. Emily Vala-Haynes joining us tonight from, from Portland here on GNAC Insider. Well, we're going to have the opportunity to talk a little bit of soccer, men's soccer, St. Martin's head soccer coach Rob Walker joins us when GNAC Insider resumes right after this timeout. Remember, if you don't catch us live, listen to GNAC Insider over iTunes or at GNACsports.com. GNAC Insider will be right back. Western Oregon University. Small classes research opportunities, and new state-of-the-art science facilities. Everything from biology and chemistry to earth sciences and criminal justice. Students have easy access to faculty who are invested in your learning. All the campus services practically guarantee your success. Start your science career now at Western. Learn more about the university where every student matters at wou.edu. And back on GNAC Insider, I'm Robert Lowry, and uh, we're joined by another Rob, Rob Walker, the men's soccer head coach at St. Martin's. Hi, Rob. Thanks for joining us tonight here on GNAC Insider. That's great to be on. Well, you know what? It is great to be on, but I know that you're thinking ahead maybe just a bit because your team is going to be involved, it appears, in the marquee soccer match of the week. St. Martin's riding a three-match winning streak. You're the GNAC team of the week. You're tied for second at GNAC, trailing only the top team in all of Division II, Simon Frazier. And the Saints and the Clan going to meet Saturday night in Burnaby at 7 p.m. And I know you have a, a stop in Bellingham to face Western Washington Thursday at 4, but you've got to be looking a little bit ahead, I would think, to Saturday night. Is that true? We're a small school. We take them one game at a time. There's no way you look past Western. Uh, Saturday is is like next month to me right now, to be fair. Um, mm-hmm. Our game on Thursday is the number one priority of our players and, and, and for us. Um, we've had tough matches against Western for the last few years, and we're lucky enough to get a result down here. And so we, we've just got our, our focus on them right now. There's no right. looking look at Simon Fraser at all. As much fun as it's going to be to go up to Burnaby Mountain, um, that'll be that'll be something we'll get to Friday morning. All right, let's talk a little bit then about the Thursday night match with Western. Talk a little bit about the match, what you expect from the Vikings, what the Saints will need to do to keep that winning streak alive. Well, going in, in into play at their new field is is an awesome experience. It's a great venue for soccer. Uh, game is going to be early in the afternoon because there's going to be a big women's game there after us. So we need to put on a on a good show to 
you know, kind of whet everybody's appetite for the women's game, I think. And uh, that's going to be tough business because Western is really good. But we expect them to put us under a lot of pressure. We expect them to press us. We expect to have to deal with uh, some difficult balls that they'll play uh, as they try to penetrate our back line. And we've got to be really organized and solid in the air and solid on the ground for sure. You talk about that being an afternoon match. That'll be a 4 o'clock game time on Thursday up there in Bellingham. And you also talked about the fact that they have a women's match coming up uh, after the, the men's match. Now, you are very familiar with not only the men's but the women's game. You were the director of both the men's and women's programs there at St. Martin's before becoming the full-time men's coach in 2017. I think for many of us uh, casual fans, uh, we look at the game and think, well, soccer is soccer, but is there some differences between the two games? Oh, for sure. I mean, it, you know, field's rectangular, the ball's round, the number of players is the same, but just the the, the approach I think that uh, women's coaches take is probably a little bit different than the approach I take with the men, and I think that goes that relates back to what I did with the women here. I love coaching the women, but it was truly time to split our program so we could give them the time and 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 you know, energy that, that, you know, coach can really give to one team, even though I had a great staff and we did a great job. I, I, I think the split is important. So, you know, from my, from having coached both in men and women, yeah, you, that the game is the same, but coaching the players is definitely a different process uh, for both genders for sure. And, um, you know, I'll hang around a little bit. Uh, I'm, I'm real fond of both uh, Travis and uh, Grant at uh, Concordia and Travis Connell at uh, um, Western. And uh, I want to see uh, see what's going on in their game. I coach at the youth level in the in the uh, girls or women's game, so um, it's good to stay current. And I'm looking forward to it. It should be a big game for them. And you also were there when the St. Martin's program, which was at the club level, uh, officially joined the GNAC in 2007. That had to have been a little bit of a of a transition as well, was it not? What what do you recall <laughs> about about that time? Uh, was I mean it was a long time ago now. Um, we we ended up playing a lot of men's games because we could find you know uh, four-year schools and two-year schools to play at a, a on a club basis. Played some youth teams, and that was the easy part. We ended up not really having enough women during that club season. So uh, Wednesday night was a co-ed night, and we. Uh, uh, took all of our women and a few guys out and uh, played co-ed soccer at a park on Wednesday night. And that was awesome because we had some great players that, that continued on to, to play here uh, in, when we started our varsity program. And, and it was really wonderful to, you know, to get out and play with them and, and to be with them. Um, I have real fond memories of that first year. Rob Walker, St. Martin's men's soccer head coach, joining us tonight here on GNAC Insider. Well, that is long in the rearview mirror. This year, your team is led by forward Brandon Madsen. Uh, he is having some kind of year, 17 points, seven goals, three assists through 13 matches. What's made him so successful? I've known Brandon a long time. I, I knew him when he was a very young player in youth soccer and then followed him uh, through high school. Uh, and then, you know, when he was at Highline in his first year, uh, redshirted at Seattle U and then came to us and took basically took a gap year after Seattle U and then came to us last year, and he's got one more year of eligibility. He's a wonderful player. He's got great balance. He's got a terrific attitude. Um, the first question he always asks is, how are we going to defend? 
which for a goal scorer um, isn't typical, but he's just a terrific, and I'm just so I, I, I love him to death. He's a uh, wonderful, wonderful guy off the field as well, a great competitor. Um, and really, you know, when everybody knows your number like they do this year with Brandon, um, you know, he's he's been a marked man, but he's done a really good job of getting some getting on the end of some great goals and also providing some great goals. Um, he's just a terrific kid, great, but he's just super balanced, um, very coordinated with the ball, very elusive. Um, just I can't say enough about how much time he puts into his game to prepare to play at the level that you know we we, we see him performing at right now. I don't want to get too far into the weeds on this, but you brought up something very interesting about him and about balance. Is balance something that can be coached, or is balance something that is innate? Well, definitely, you know, we have a saying in soccer, and and, and it usually happens when somebody does something special, and they say, well, I can't coach that, but I'm glad I'm coaching you. And Brandon's definitely – I have some other athletic players that have just done some real – uh, phenomenal things with their body. Um, but on the, the other hand, you know, we spend a lot of time in balance and coordination training because the NCA gives us time during the off season that, you know, we can't where we can't play soccer, but we can work on uh, physical aspects of conditioning. And that's definitely one of them. So you definitely can improve some of those things, but uh, definitely I think that it all starts out with the genetics that you're born with. Um, he's definitely ba- more balanced than I am. And cause I can fall over in a, in a, in a heartbeat. So, <laughs> Um, yeah, he's, he's, he's just a wonderful athlete. You are a native of Olympia. You graduated from Olympia High School. Now you've been at the, at the program's helm there at, at St. Martin's since 2007, so more than a decade. What's it like being able to stay home in, in the area where you grew up? Well, to, to be fair, I was working in uh, Alabama. I was a director of a club when this job here at St. Martin's opened up. And, and I'm also an alum uh, here at St. Martin's. So uh, when this job opened up, it was, and I've been down in the South. I love working there. I had a great job. I've been there uh, from 2000 to 2006. And when this job opened as a club sport in 2006, I jumped at it when, when offered the chance. And it's been great to be home with family and to be back in, in the world that I grew up in. Um, but left for I, I, when I left in 2000, I wasn't sure if I was ever going to come home. And um, it's been a wonderful experience coming back here to St. Martin's. Um, we've had some great times. Uh, I absolutely love the kids that I've coached here, and, and I love hearing about how they're doing in their lives. So it's been a real transformative for me. Um, to have had the opportunity to coach at my alma mater and in my hometown. Well, I'll tell you something. This is probably going to be a week you're going to remember for a while as well. Western Washington, Thursday at 4, and the nation's top-ranked team, Simon Frazier in Burnaby at 7 o'clock this coming Saturday night. Rob, good luck with the Saints in both of those matches. Good luck the rest of the year, and, and thanks for joining us tonight here on GNAC Insider. It's been a real pleasure, and I hope we get a chance to talk again not too long from now. Oh, I'd love to come back on anytime. Thank you so much. All right. Rob Walker joining us tonight from Lacey, Washington, head coach at St. Martin's. Time now for our GNAC weekly wrap-up on the football field. Number 21, Central Washington, took down Western Oregon 48-10 to for the Wildcats' second straight victory. Azusa Pacific picked up a victory in the other conference game last week, winning at Simon Fraser 28-17. to In men's soccer, just mentioned this, top-ranked Simon Fraser at 13-0-0 on the season. 
enters the fifth week of GNAC play, maintaining its perfect record. The top team in Division II was in action twice last week, posting a pair of 3 nothing shutouts at Concordia and back home in Burnaby against Western Washington. On the women's side, Concordia is ranked number six nationally after recording a pair of one-goal road victories. The Cavaliers went to Seattle and won their eighth shutout of the season before defeating Central Washington 2-1 to end the week. Western Washington now ranked 18th after a pair of 2-0 wins against Montana State Billings and Northwest Nazarene. And on the volleyball court, Western Washington opened the second half of GNAC play with a pair of three-set sweeps against Central Washington and Northwest Nazarene. The Vikings have won 17 straight matches and have not dropped a set since September 25th. They're now ranked number four nationally. Finally, cross-country, there were seven teams in action last week. Western Oregon's Dustin Nading and Central Washington's Alexa Shindruck were named the GNAC Runners of the Week after a pair of impressive outings in Portland and in Lewiston, Idaho. Well, we uh, talked a moment ago about Central Washington on the football field, the 21st-ranked Wildcats. One of their top players is defensive back Dante Hamilton. We're going to have the opportunity to have him join us on GNAC Insider right after this timeout. Make sure to follow the GNAC on social media. Find us on Twitter and Facebook by searching GNAC Sports. And visit us on the web at GNACsports.com. GNAC Insider will be right back. Now is the perfect time to enjoy a romantic stay at the Coeur d'Alene Resort. Book a lake tower room with a cozy fireplace and a world-class view of Lake Coeur d'Alene. Take advantage of Beverly's renowned wine cellar and five-star dining. Or enjoy the resort's many luxury amenities, including our award-winning spa, indoor pool, and fitness facility. You just can't beat the view from the Coeur d'Alene Resort. Packages start at just $189. To book your getaway, call or visit cdaresort.com. Every time a student learns something new, makes a discovery, or helps a team, it's not just good for that student, it's good for the whole community. At St. Martin's University, we know the impact a well-prepared graduate can have on the world. That's why, last year, we extended more than $11 million in scholarships to our students. Because the more we invest in them, the brighter the future becomes for all of us. Back on GNAC Insider, I'm your host, Robert Lowry. Certainly glad to have you joining us tonight. And we turn our attention now to the gridiron where Dante Hamilton, standout junior football defensive back for Central Washington University, joins us from Ellensburg. Hey, Dante, how are you tonight? Hey, I'm great. Thanks for having me. Honored to be here. Well, glad to have you on. Uh, You're uh, actually a Mission Viejo, California uh, native, but you went to Kamiak High School in Muckleteo. You're kind of back after a couple years in California at Saddleback College. What was it about this Wildcat football program that encouraged you to come back to the state of Washington? Um, You know what? Well, actually, I was just in California for those two years. It says that on my bio, but that's incorrect, actually. So I'm a native from Washington. So 
you know, at any time I can come back and represent the Washington and have that central Washington on my chest, it feels good. And, and you know what, they were one of the few teams that heavily recruited me out of my junior college. So, you know, I wanted to go to a place where I was wanted and felt like I could come here and excel. Well, you have excelled. You're the GNAC Defensive Player of the Week. In the victory against Western Oregon, the homecoming victory, you had seven tackles, two for loss, two of the team's three sacks in that victory against the Wolves. And, again, you're, you're still early in your Wildcats career. I, I understand that. But when you look at that individual performance, that, that one-game performance, is that your best individually in a Wildcat uniform? I would say so. You know, it's always helpful when my teammates are doing their jobs and taking on blocks so I can come and blitz free. So, you know, that makes my job a lot easier. But I, I, I think I'd say so because as a team, we're finally starting to get into the groove that we wanted to. You know, we only had um, one fall camp with our new defensive coordinator, Coach Cordova. So after having a couple games under our belt going into now week eight, we feel really comfortable with where we're at as a team, and that just helps me individually. Yeah. And you talk about the fact Central starting to hit its stride. You're on a two-game winning streak, and you won five of your last six games. Included in that string was a win a couple of weeks ago at nationally ranked Azusa Pacific on the road, 45-31. to 31. What was it like for you to return to California and get a victory against another nationally ranked team? That had to have been a very, very satisfying win for you individually and obviously for the Wildcat team. Oh, yeah, that was big time, especially because we knew that um, that our postseason chances, if we did not win that game, were not going to look too bright. So, you know, we came in, we have a motto on our team, 1-0, so we go 1-0 each week. And if we focus on each week and give it our absolute best, no matter if the opponent's nationally ranked or not, there was a W. And we really toned in that week and we're just focused on getting our job done, and it showed with that W. Dante, right now you have a team-high 28 solo tackles from the defensive backfield through seven games, three-and-a-half tackles for loss of uh, some 20 yards as well. So obviously you are getting a, a lot of action from your defensive back position. What makes you so good at tackling? Is, is, just, is hitting people and tackling people, is that just something you enjoy as part of the defensive game? <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's the, hey, that's the reason why we play defense is to deliver the hits, not take them, right? But, um, yeah, it's just it's always fun to fly around and make big plays. And, uh, you know, tackling people is just a technique. We work on that a lot in practice. So once you get the technique down and you're just not afraid to th- throw your body in there, then tackling is pretty easy. Off the football field, what are you studying there in Ellensburg? I'm studying sport management personally what's yeah. what's your what's your goal what do you want to do uh, for your career you know I would love to continue football as long as I can and then after that because you all know football comes to an end eventually um, yeah I want to I would like to coach either at my alma mater which is Kamiak High School that'd be that's my dream job honestly and uh you know I just want to I just want to have an impact on kids lives because that's something that I felt like was lacking on me growing up. So I just want to be able to push kids in the right direction and make sure they can fulfill their dreams. Hey, Dante, we appreciate you joining us tonight here on GNAC Insider. Congratulations on the win. 
By the way, uh, you're going to be back on the field Saturday night in Ellensburg against Simon Fraser, 6 o'clock kickoff at Tomlinson Stadium, and I would be doing uh, myself an injustice if I fail to ask, what do you think about the nerd turf, the lights there in Ellensburg, first time a couple of weeks ago the Wildcats ever played a home night game? What, what's that like? Is that, is that thrilling to be part of that, uh, of that big, big change in Wildcat sports? It's it's truly special to be honest. I mean, not just for us, but the community. It's fun to have everyone out there supporting us. Really, um, you know, we all just come together as a, a community, as a Central Washington community, as an Ellensburg community. We just all come together for that one night, and you know, just give it all we got on the game. We give it all we got on the field. They give it all they got in the stands. And it's truly special to have that first night game. I know that was a couple of weeks ago. We took a tough loss, but. Man, coming under the lights in Ellensburg is like nothing else. I'll promise you that. Dante Hamilton joining us tonight here from Ellensburg. Dante, thanks for joining us. He, of course, the GNAC Defensive Player of the Week, as we mentioned. Hopefully we'll have the opportunity to see you in action, have the opportunity to talk to you again before too long here on GNAC Insider. Thanks for joining us tonight from Ellensburg. All right. Thank you, guys. Take care. Dante Hamilton. Around the GNAC now, let's take a look and see what's coming up this week. We, we just talked about this in football. Number 21, Central Washington, going to host Simon Fraser, 6 p.m. Saturday at Tomlinson Stadium. Meanwhile, down in Monmouth, Humboldt State will meet Western Oregon, also in GNAC action. Men's soccer, number one, Simon Fraser will host second place St. Martin's on Saturday night up in Burnaby. On the women's pitch, number six, Concordia will meet 18th-ranked Western Washington on Thursday night. The Cavaliers will close the week at home against Northwest Nazarene while the Vikings host Western Oregon. In volleyball, 11 matches are on tap this week. Headlining this week's schedule is a battle on Thursday in Anchorage between number four Western Washington and second place Alaska Anchorage. In golf, all six men's teams are in action this week at the Dixie State Fall Regional Preview and Mike Grubb Cup. Montana State Billings will be the only women's team in action battling Rocky Mountain in the Leslie Spaulding Cup. By the way, happy birthday today to Evan O'Kelly, former GNAC Insider producer, who is now Director of Communications and Sports Information for Montana State Billings Athletics. In cross country, six teams will return to action this week at the Western Washington Classic. That meet is the final one of the regular season ahead of next month's GNAC Championships in Monmouth. Remember that for the latest in the GNAC, you can go to GNACsports.com. That's where you can find news, statistics, standings, and, and much more. Also, connect with the GNAC through social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can do so at GNAC Sports. Well, talking about GNAC volleyball, we're going to have the opportunity to talk to Montana State Billing Senior Volleyball middle blocker Miranda McConnell. She'll join us when GNAC Insider comes back your way right after this timeout. Get a game-changing education at CWU. Class size matters. And here, classes are small, taught by award-winning professors who know your name. Get hands-on experience in real-world settings. Where the rivers flow, the mountains preside, the winds are harnessed, and the sun is warm. Your success is the focus and measure of everything we do. At CWU, we teach. Welcome back to GNAC Insider, the show that takes you inside the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Now, here's your host, Rob Lowry. 
And we're joined now by Miranda McConnell, the Montana State Billing Senior Volleyball Middle Blocker, one of just a couple of players on the roster who has been there for all four years. Miranda, thanks for joining us tonight here on GNAC Insider. Miranda? Hi, thank you for having me. Hi. Hi. Well, thanks Thanks for joining us here tonight. You've started in all 21 matches this season, played in 84 sets all told. Talk a little bit about this MSUB team. You, you hit a little bit of a rocky start after six straight victories to begin the year, and then this month you're, you're, uh, you started with consecutive five-set victories against Northwest Nazarene and Central Washington. Talk a little bit about how the team yep. is playing right now as you start to head down the volleyball stretch. Yeah, um, so the team right now, I think we're we're pretty excited coming uh, down the home stretch, but especially after those wins against uh, NNU and Central Washington, uh, I think we're all just, um, you know, we're all pretty high right now. We um, have confidence in ourselves, and, um, I mean, we're sure that we can be any team in the conference on any given night. So it's pretty exciting the way we're playing right now. And you also now have the opportunity to play five straight matches at home with a pair of contests this week. You welcome St. Martin's into Altair, which Jim there Thursday, and then Seattle Pacific on Saturday. So you're playing well, and you get the opportunity to play at home. Does that help that confidence even more so? Oh, yeah, I think it definitely does, especially being home uh, after two long weeks of road travels, and we had our – last trip in Alaska so that's always a long one but uh yeah I think it's really good to get back in uh, our own gym and have our own fans and a bunch of our families always come to support so yeah I think that'll be a really big advantage having five upcoming home games. Individually you're third on the team in points and kills to this point in the year talk about your individual play are you where you want to be in that regard? You know I think I am I've never um I've never tried to be uh, you know, the big, the big statistical leader, um, as a middle, um, cause you know, I usually leave that duty to our outsides, how it usually is on a volleyball team. But, uh, I think being, you know, third on the team as a senior is really, um, it's just showed my commitment to the team over the past four years and just, um, how much growth that I've made, uh, considering that I haven't been as statistically high on the teams, um, in the past three years that I've played, but, you know, just kind of taking, uh, taking a bigger role and um, putting more on myself to be able to help out the team. You bring up an interesting point about being in the middle. Sometimes uh, you, you don't get the kind of statistics there that you do on the outside. So right. are, are you, are you, are you extra excited when a play is called a, a, a middle, a middle play for you necessarily, or, or one that comes to you just in the, in the course of the action? Yeah, I definitely am because, um, I mean, most teams um, that scout us know that we are kind of a pin-heavy team with our right sides and outsides. Uh, so when when we when our passing is on and we're able to set our middles, we really uh, we really get the other defense on the other side confused. Um, and so it's really nice because we can kind of just even out the kills, and um, it really just helps everyone else out because it makes you know the other team's defense a little more confused and it has more holes, so we're able to score. And we're talking about scoring, but also you're you're a very accomplished uh, blocker. You were second on the team with 62 blocks in the 30 matches you played as a junior last year. Mm-hmm. Do you get as much satisfaction from a block as from a kill? You know, I think 
I almost get more satisfaction from a block actually because you know you have big outsides that are coming in swinging uh, fast at you and you know they have heavy arms and they think they're just going to plow right through you or find a hole and when you just um, when you stuff block them and it goes straight down to the ground I think it's I think it's almost a better feeling that than getting a kill yourself. Now you grew up there in Sandy, Utah. You you played volleyball and basketball. You were a standout in both those sports in high school. What was it about Montana state Billings that encouraged you to go there and why concentrate on just volleyball? What was about volleyball as compared to basketball? Because it looks to me like you had the opportunity to play collegiately uh, possibly in either sport. Right. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I had, I had grown up playing basketball my whole life, starting as a little girl. Uh, we had, it was called junior jazz, uh, that we played, um, all the way up until middle school. Um, so I played junior jazz and then, um, I got into high school volleyball and that was the first time that I actually really played, um, you know, competitively, um, on a volleyball court. And, um, as soon as I tried out for a club my junior year in volleyball, that's when I decided, you know, I think I could, I think I could really pursue a career in this. So I decided to quit basketball and just focus mainly on volleyball because I felt like I picked it up um, a little bit more quickly than I did basketball. Um, but yeah, so that was, that was a really fun time playing both sports my whole life. What was it about Montana state Billings that uh, made you decide that was the school for you? Right. I mean, coming on my uh, recruiting trip, I was a little iffy. I was like, oh, I don't know, the school's a little small. The town's smaller than uh, Salt Lake City, that's for sure. Um, but I think what really got me here was the girls on the team um, and just the environment, the community, because I feel like everyone just really is just one big family here. And they just made me feel so welcome on my recruiting trip. And I was like, you know, it's a eight-hour drive from home it's a pretty good distance but not too close not too far away so I felt like it was a it was a perfect match for me Miranda McConnell Montana State Billings uh, volleyball middle blocker senior joining us tonight here on GNAC Insider what are you studying there at MSU Billings Um, I'm studying health and human performance and I'm taking my prerequisites for nursing and you are, uh, well, you were an academic all-conference GNAC selection in, in 2017. So obviously you're doing the right things in the classroom as well. Talk about nursing. Yeah. What, what, what is it about that profession that, that's luring you into it? Yeah, I think um, just ever since I was a little girl, I've just loved, um, I've loved helping people. Um, and I really think that um, occupation would pursue my interests and, um, I think I've decided now that I want to specialize in labor and delivery nursing. So I think, you know, I would just have new challenges every day and I'd be learning constantly. And I think it would be a really good fit for me. Well, knowing somebody who is in that, that line of work, she says the same thing right there. It's different every day and it's very rewarding mm-hmm. every day. So I, I think if yep. you do indeed decide to do that, I think, uh, I think you're right on the money there. Well, yeah. Miranda, yep, we appreciate awesome. We appreciate your time tonight. Um, good luck at home. Enjoy those matches coming up Thursday and Saturday against St. Martin's in Seattle Pacific. Good luck the rest of the year, and, and good luck in your nursing career, and hopefully we'll have a chance to talk again sometime here on GNAC Insider. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. Miranda McConnell joining us tonight from Billings, Montana.
We'll wrap up tonight's GNAC Insider. We'll do that right after this timeout. Now is the perfect time to enjoy a romantic stay at the Coeur d'Alene Resort. Book a lake tower room with a cozy fireplace and a world-class view of Lake Coeur d'Alene. Take advantage of Beverly's renowned wine cellar and five-star dining. Or enjoy the resort's many luxury amenities, including our award-winning spa, indoor pool, and fitness facility. You just can't beat the view from the Coeur d'Alene Resort. Packages start at just $189. To book your getaway, call or visit cdaresort.com. MSC Billings brought my future into focus. With over 100 academic options, the choice is clear. I chose health and human performance, music and business, math and physical sciences, elementary education, radiologic technology. MSUB offers more online courses than any institution in Montana. Professors make courses meaningful. My internship puts what I'm learning into motion. MSUB is the most affordable option in the region. Experience the MSUB Advantage. Well, just time to thank the guests on tonight's GNAC Insider. Thanks to GNAC Student Athlete Advisory Committee Faculty Mentor Award winner, Dr. Emily Bala Haynes from Western Oregon University. Also, so thanks to Rob Walker, the St. Martin's men's soccer head coach, Central Washington football defensive back Dante Hamilton, and Montana State Billings volleyball standout Miranda McConnell for joining us tonight here on GNAC Insider. Also, thanks to our producer, Connor Pelton. Thanks to Commissioner Dave Hagland, and thanks to you for joining us as well. We will talk to you next Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Pacific, for our next GNAC Insider. Until then, you consider yourself a GNAC Insider. I'm Robert Lowry saying so long for now. You've been listening to GNAC Insider, an update on the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Remember to follow the GNAC through social media. To find us on Facebook or Twitter, search GNAC Sports and locate us on the web at GNACsports.com. GNAC Insider is a production of the Great Northwest Athletic Conference.